Hello, and welcome to the Reasonable Product Podcast. I'm your host, Salva, diving deep into the world of product management with a special focus on product leadership and pricing strategies. Whether you're building, leading, or monetizing products, this is the place where reason meets innovation. Every episode, I'll unravel complex topics, share insightful stories, and sometimes I'll be joined by visionary guests from the industry. Together, we'll explore the ins and outs of creating products that not only solve problems, but also deliver and capture the right value. So get ready as we embark on a thoughtful journey through the art and science of pricing and product management. Ready for a new episode of Reasonable Product? Let's get started. Welcome to today's episode of Reasonable Product, where we explore the world of pricing strategies and their impact on your business. I'm your host, Salva, and today we're diving into a surprising concept that can reshape how you approach pricing. We will cover a very controversial topic in pricing and see why you shouldn't look at your competitor prices. Stay with me as we uncover the pros and cons of pricing intelligence and learn how to harness value-based pricing in competitive markets. In my experience, many businesses invest a lot of time understanding their competitors' pricing strategies, which is great. However, they often start with a preset pricing strategy that involves setting their prices slightly above or below their competitors, typically by around 10%. Why they think there are competitors, so I should be a bit cheaper to grab some of their customers, or conversely, I should charge more to position myself as a premium choice. First and foremost, let's clarify something. I'm not suggesting that you should ignore your competitors or the market you operate in. What I'm saying is this, don't base your pricing decisions solely on what your competitors are charging. Don't treat their prices as absolute truths or the only way to define the market. The issue with focusing on competitors is that it assumes competitive pricing is the only viable option. At best, it sparks pricing wars that hurt everyone. At worst, it leads to disappointment because a small price difference isn't enough to sway potential customers away from your competition. In simpler terms, if you treat your business like a commodity, it will become one. So what's the solution? Should you completely ignore your competitors? Not exactly. In essence, the key is to focus on your customers, not your competitors. Let me illustrate with a real example from a fiercely competitive market. A while back, I worked with a chain of sports centers that wanted to introduce yoga classes in a new city. Yoga is everywhere these days, with classes available in almost every city. This oversaturation creates what experts call a red ocean market, where businesses mainly compete on price. In today's world, even physical services like sports classes can be compared online in terms of pricing, making the challenge even tougher. When I joined the project, the team, which already ran centers in other cities, was struggling with pricing for their new location. They had thoroughly researched their competitors, studying what they offered and how much they charged. However, they quickly realized that their initial pricing closely matched the competition. Let's call the centers I was help in the challengers and two competitors, competitor A and competitor B, respectively. Here's the breakdown of the monthly prices for one and two days per week of yoga classes at each center. For one day per week of yoga classes, challengers charged 100 euros. Competitor A charged 90 euros. Competitor B charged 95 euros. For two days per week of yoga classes, challengers charged 190 euros. Competitor A charged 170 euros. 
Competitor B charged 190 euros. Their main concerns when they reached out to me were threefold. They weren't sure if their prices, slightly higher than the competition, would attract customers. These prices, while higher, posed margin challenges. They felt like they had exhausted their options and couldn't do much more than adjusting their prices slightly. Talking with them, it quickly became clear that solely focusing on competitor prices wouldn't cut it. This perspective was preventing them from truly understanding what potential customers wanted and what they were willing to pay. With this realization, we dove deep into crafting a more strategic pricing approach that went beyond just numbers. Now let's explore the upsides and downsides of looking at competitors' prices. The good side. Looking at your competitors does have value. It helps you grasp the pricing landscape and positioning your offerings better. It also confirms demand and gives you an idea of your potential customer base. Analyzing your competitors' pricing strategies can be enlightening. It reveals tactics, target demographics, and market positions. With this knowledge, it becomes easier to identify market gaps, opening the door to value-based pricing. Understanding the general price range in your market provides an estimate of what customers are willing to pay. Think of it like the Big Mac Index. It doesn't set your prices, but it offers a relative measure of your product or service's market value in a specific location. Moreover, studying your competitors lets you spot gaps in unmet customer needs, even in seemingly crowded markets. The downside. However, blindly copying competitor prices comes with risks. Limited insight. Competitors don't have all the answers. Similar prices might suggest a pricing war, but it doesn't mean their prices are optimal. What works for them might not work for you. Competitors might have hidden strategies or costs influencing their prices. Relying solely on external price points without understanding the reasons behind them could mislead your pricing strategy. Focusing too much on price. Price is just one part of the value equation for customers. While considering competition is essential, customers evaluate offerings based on more than just cost. Their willingness to pay depends not only on what others charge, but also on the overall value they perceive. In our yoga center example, many competitors lacked parking spaces and classes at specific times of the day, ignoring customer perceptions. Letting competitors dictate your pricing strategy means you're not asking your customers what they're willing to pay. Overlooking value. Price isn't the only factor influencing customer decisions. Quality, customer service, and brand reputation play significant roles. Focusing only on price can misalign perceived value in customers' minds. Price wars. Fixating on competitor pricing and feeling compelled to match them can lead to a destructive cycle of price undercutting, hurting profits, and sustainability for everyone. So how do you set your prices in a red ocean market? The ultimate focus should be on the customer. Steering your pricing strategy based on customer feedback rather than solely on competitors allows you to avoid price wars and align your offerings with actual market demand. This approach transitions from competitor-driven pricing to value-based pricing, and it's effective even in saturated markets like yoga centers. To achieve this, we employed our product pricing canvas and approached pricing systematically. The solution to setting your prices in a red ocean market is to focus on the customer. Steering your pricing strategy based on customer feedback allows you to avoid price wars and align your offerings with actual market demand.
This approach transitions from competitor-driven pricing to value-based pricing. For the sports centers, we identified specific user personas, such as businesswomen with little time, moms with fixed schedules, university students, men who felt uncomfortable in a sport often perceived as feminine, and tourists. We interviewed individuals from each category and crafted potential offerings for each segment. We then conducted surveys to gauge potential users' willingness to pay. Our customer-focused offerings allowed pricing itself to serve as a differentiator. For tourists, we provided a special package without subscription and administrative fees. For time-pressed businesswomen, we introduced 30-minute classes with a higher hourly rate than competitors' standard sessions. Our strategy focused on customer needs over competitors' price tags. This approach unveiled numerous avenues for enhancement and differentiation. We rolled out short executive 30-minute classes, extended sport classes of up to 90 minutes, introduced varied class timings, provided free parking with all subscriptions, and launched a non-binding contract system. By aligning with customer preferences, we established a unique market identity, transcending mere price competition. This strategy attracted a loyal clientele and emphasized the importance of a pricing strategy rooted in delivering value while accommodating the unique demands and convenience of the customers. Our new offering was launched just a few months ago, and while we don't have enough data to provide a comprehensive overview of its success, the initial numbers are very promising, with both customer volumes and margins exceeding our original expectations by a two-digit factor. Our journey from competitive to customer-centric pricing was enlightening. It reinforced the importance of understanding and catering to customer needs when entering a new market. This approach fosters a unique market identity and a sustainable, resonant pricing strategy that's in tune with market dynamics. Value-based pricing is viable even in saturated markets and is applicable to both online and brick-and-mortar businesses. If it works in a saturated market like yoga classes, it can certainly work for your tech product, SaaS, or e-commerce platform. I hope this discussion about moving from competitive pricing to value-based pricing helped you stop obsessing over your competitors and start focusing on your customers. That's all for today. As always, I would love to hear your thoughts and experiences pricing your products and services. You can reach me on LinkedIn or directly on my website, reasonableproduct.com.